Hi everyone, my name is Siraj Srivas and you're listening to ISTG with Hashtag Tasi. Thank you. I'm pretty sure there's a minute percentage of people out there who aren't big fans of any particular sport or at least aren't familiar with the mainstream sportsmen from various sports. And it makes sense because, you know, the sports industry is one of the most loved and popular industries out there. From cricket to football, hockey to tennis, it's been growing fast. And to have a conversation about sports, we needed someone who has vast knowledge and understanding about it. So we have Siddharth Shivas with us on ISTG with Hashtag Tasi, a podcast where we talk about various social issues and the stigmas revolved around them. And I'm your host, Tanya Navlani, and this is my partner, Siddhi Bhadwaj. Hey Siddharth, it's very good to have you here on our show. So before we begin with the conversation, would you like to give our audience a brief introduction about you and what is your contribution to sports as in, you know, what kind of sports do you follow or your favorite players or, and stuff like that? Okay. Um, first of all, I would not consider myself an expert on sports. Yes, uh, along with my friends, we have a little a news page on sports on Instagram, but we are not experts by a long shot or whatever. But still, I have uh, some knowledge about sports. I have my opinions. Um, I follow football, cricket, uh, a little bit of F1, but um, yeah, nothing too fancy. Just a Man City fan. It was very disappointing, the finals uh, a couple of days ago. But still, I guess, uh, yeah, that's all my connections to sports. We'll begin on a lighter note, and we all know that due to pandemic, the industry has taken a turn. And recently, IPL got suspended, and people lost their money and everything. But apart from that, do you think people were actually that into watching it as they would have been otherwise? You know, in the stadium more so. Um, also, like, how big of an impact has that created financially? Okay, so I think with the IPL, the main issue was that the season was cancelled halfway and it was completely, it was not planned. So obviously people lost money there. You obviously have sponsors involved with the IPL, you have the players, you have franchises. And you can see that the ads, even the way that they were coming out, the cred ad and everything, it was a series of advertisements. So you know that the sponsors wanted the IPL to continue and were not expecting uh, something like a suspension to go on despite the you know the pandemic and everything they expected the IPL to continue and that had its own impacts on the players I would say usually IPL the whole season it's either like a, you know there's a redemption curve or there is some story that is being told this year I would say that uh, Mumbai were the favorites to complete their hat-trick or trophies I am a Bombay fan, so I'm obviously uh, a little yeah, biased. Yeah, same here. Uh, but, but still, um, so yeah, definitely it, it has left people with a feeling of uh, wanting more. And now we have news of obviously the IPL continuing right. in September. So there's still hope that that arc of the IPL will be completed and we will have a complete season. 
because in the end it's a tv show it is entertainment and uh, without a full season there's really no point just watching a couple of matches yeah it's fun but obviously you want to know who wins and everything so yeah. yeah a lot of financial losses loss in entertainment as well and uh, can't wait for the ipl to be back also i can't even think of the number of people that they you know who lost their jobs during this pandemic and we were hardly able to suffice on their basic necessities or needs now i agree that some of that is due to a slump in the demand for other goods and services but do you think it's it's quite unfair that artists or businessmen you know they can't work and have to keep up their uh, keep their uh, their shops closed for most of the time whereas these cricketers were allowed to play matches and it's important to consider the fact that some of these players did not uh, did, you know did get covid later on i mean the thing is they were in a bio bubble so as far as the ethical standpoint when you're looking at it from that way that is fine because uh, they weren't exposed to covid they weren't really taking any risks obviously that bubble did eventually break and when it did even their operations were suspended so i think from that perspective of saying that why were they allowed uh, i don't think that is valid because they were safe and as soon as that safety was uh, threatened they did stop, cease the ipl so maybe from maybe saying something like that is not correct but definitely i don't think the ipl should have uh, happened in the first place given the stage of the pandemic that we were in when the ipl had commenced some around 200000 cases or something beginning of april and you're still having a tournament that the whole country will want to watch these uh, cricket superstars that you know inevitably people will want to be around and follow and go to the stadiums to see just like a glimpse so it was definitely not right to start the ipl but at the same time i think the icc did uh, everything they could to make sure that it progressed in a safe manner and something that you know could give us entertainment during the pandemic also one thing i think people haven't been considering is that now that they're not going to stadiums obviously they're going to be at home with their families or uh, asking their friends to join in in their homes and watch it so that is obviously not something i know that is not the icci's concern okay that's your personal thing you're taking risk and all but that is something that i think has been that that has happened pretty common okay and there's no one person to blame on it is just the audience who's responsible for it but at the same time people have been so such fans of cricket for such a huge amount of time that they just can't help it they want to watch it and even though even if they can't go to stadiums or even if they can't enjoy it like they would the other years they would still want to meet together and enjoy it and i think in my opinion i don't think it it should have gotten resumed in the first place like the decision came day before yesterday that it's going to be resumed in september but obviously my opinion would be to not have it in the first place only okay but i know many people would disagree to that and they obviously it's a source of entertainment for that so they'd say no we should have this because it's an entertainment purpose for us um my opinion would honestly be that it shouldn't even have been happened in the first place you know and what i think, I think is, yeah go ahead yeah and i think it's obviously a little unpartial and unnecessary because the main focus of the government that should have been to maintain social distancing and this was obviously pre vaccine okay vaccine wasn't wasn't a thing at that time now we have vaccine and everything so i think now the measures would be obviously better but then 
at, during that time we did not have any vaccine we don't we did not have any news of it and it all comes down to the point that you know these people and this is debatable of course okay but then these people who are actually rich in the first place they're getting richer and the poor who aren't even allowed to work they're getting poor they don't have meals to eat whereas people who are already established enough they have meals to enjoy and everything so what do you think about that yeah well you have a couple of valid points but i would say that the ipl creates jobs for the lower classes as well obviously you have uh, the ground maintenance staff you have security detail drivers waiters all of that all of the people in the bio bubble uh who take care of these 11 or whatever 24 the squad is per team uh they are getting jobs they're getting money and companies are growing because of the advertisements sports networks too so i guess money and jobs are being created for the lower classes but um definitely more money is going into the pockets of the rich so if there is a sustained uh you know a substantial uh biohazard or any sort of risk to the players that is coming you know this cost of them is basically giving money to the rich and i think in that context you are right that it's an unnecessary risk but still it is creating some jobs for the lower classes yeah that is a, a pretty valid point and um my experience um in sports has been quite uh, quite different you know so in in the past few years when i was in middle school i've always been um interested in rugby and then football and then now mma so it's been kind of exciting the journey and everything and i think um even though rugby is considered to be a brutal sport it actually is quite brutal on but even though it's considered that um i do think that these kind of sports are actually quite entertaining and i'm not saying they're better than cricket or something okay we can't really make a comparison but yeah these do have their own um these do have their own importance right and there are few sports which i think haven't been getting more attention i think siddhi has more to add to that yeah so there are these few sports that have been given a little or you know maybe no attention of course football hockey cricket it's all quite commercial and well established but these underdog sports such as rugby squash and golf and you know sports like that how it's like so people have heard of them and yet they haven't watched it especially in india if we talk about so what's your point of view on that as in like you know what do you think people are more are they inclined more towards the commercial sports or maybe it's somewhere how is it related that you know sports like football uh, like football and cricket and hockey are more you know watched in a country like india yeah so the thing is in our country it's like herd mentality has spread throughout and you know just an example in sports uh when india started winning world cups and international tournaments the whole country flocked towards cricket and creating more cricketers and playing cricket just because you were good at it but uh if you see before that time during the 50s and 60s our country was winning a lot of sports medals in football and hockey and all of these other sports that today uh, are not given as much importance or you know are not uh, as beloved by the public uh, i think the reason for that is because basically we started winning at cricket compared to football the decline in football's popularity in india came 
in the 1970s when we went like 10 15 years without winning a single international trophy that caused people to naturally you know jump ship and go towards something that we can actually win in the government started pumping money into those sports and that mentality is continued till today the government saw that we could win uh, obviously a world cup playing cricket so they established cricket academies in each state they had the ranji trophy and so much other stuff that was initially all funded by the government and then taken up privately in the forms of you know the ipl and whatever so i think that boost again is needed uh, from the government if you want to revive certain sports like hockey or even rugby in india which is almost unheard of so i don't know maybe it's a so it's a slow process definitely but once the public is hooked like with football we've seen since 2010 ish football has grown massively in this country you have the isl and uh you know people of this country following uh international leagues and everything that is very good for the future of football in india and we could do something like that with a lot of other sports because we have a population of uh 1.2 billion something people and if you really uh want the country to succeed we could assert global dominance in all sports uh because we have the population for that China is globally dominant in all sports their people play almost every single sport at the highest level competing with the best because they have diversified their interests uh compare that to India we should be at that level but the whole country is behind playing cricket and getting people into cricket so i think we've sort of neglected other sports but definitely uh, that uh, diversification mindset is coming in obviously since the internet has been introduced people have been getting exposure from outside exploring more sports more clubs more teams yeah getting better interests in football and all of these other sports that have not come into the limelight so i guess also, um, so do yeah. you think it's also because that you know india is in the development stage so that's why we we haven't really focused on any other diverse sport or something like that we have majorly focused on cricket and maybe hockey and football or something like that but then not on other sports so do you think that being in a developing stage can be a reason for that um maybe cricket is obviously all you need is a bat and a ball professional cricket requires much more so that is more of the you know the sport for the rich uh but i think that is also where a dilemma comes in because then you can argue why isn't the whole country playing football all you need are a couple of rocks and a ball to start playing football for hockey you need a hockey stick and a ball and a couple of rocks again for the goal whatever uh partially because of that partially because uh, as i said it's been instilled into the people to keep playing cricket maybe yeah sorry yeah. to cut you i think it's because the government does not provide enough opportunities for different sports because you see well i from what i know there are like crazy there are like these people who have crazy skills and crazy following for football right um and not just from a few, a few years okay it's been it's been there for quite a few quite, quite a few years but then still um i know people who have crazy crazy uh, football skills and they're amazing at it but then they're still not playing on inter- international level do you think it's because the government is not supportive enough I think there is some support 
from the government at this point but still it's in india if you tell your parents that you want to be a cricketer they won't question that much because they have seen people they have heard stories of people literally you know like uh, from very modest beginnings going on to become these world famous cricketers but they haven't seen that with footballers or with hockey players and not just the parents even the kids they don't think there's a viable career in becoming a wrestler or a hockey player or a footballer so i think still the growth mindset needs to be there couple of more years maybe a decade or so and you will see this country pumping out a lot of better athletes in other sports as well right Okay, so speaking of being underrated, let's talk about women in sports. Uh, so it's been, you know, only recently that people have taken up interests in women's football or cricket, and they have been, you know, known for sports such as wrestling, badminton, or and tennis, no doubt. But it is quite often that these commercial sports as they are, you know, associated with men and encouraging them from a young age. But then, you know, but that hasn't been the case for women. It's really undeniable. so why uh, why do you think and you know what do you think is the importance of women in sports per se obviously it's very important to get women involved in sports not just to get more viewership but uh, well it's a simple fund if they like it they will play it and that is good for yes gender women empowerment something like that i'm not very sure but it's just why do men it's a question of you don't see men or women in sports it's come on certain sports because it's purely physical right some sports are more suited to women than to men and otherwise some are more suited to men than women so i guess in that context you can also argue that why are men playing certain sports or something like that could you name a few Yeah. See, look. In football, a very recent controversy arose. Why aren't women being paid the same as men? Oh yeah, that is actually our next topic. Yeah, continue. That is so stupid. That is literally the most stupid thing someone ever has argued for. Have you seen women's football? <laughs> you cannot oh, yeah. compare. I'm not saying that it's not less or more technical than men's football. They're all like pretty well. uh established okay but still women's football when you see it uh on a viewership basis looking at the money people simply don't like watching it and that is why there is not enough money being pumped into the women's football industry than the men's industry and that is why the athletes are not being paid the same as the men obviously so there is do you think a- if the athletes were if the athletes were trained enough in the first place that wouldn't be the case if they actually like people actually invested money in them and training them as much as they train the male footballers don't you think they'd have the similar skills and then obviously viewership will increase it's not it's not about skills so there's something like uh women's rugby exists okay and men's rugby and women's rugby the sizes of the rugby ball whatever it's called that is different the size of the whole field is different the size of uh, the what do you call those things rugby it's like have you seen a tuning fork do you know what a tuning fork is 
it's used in physics. If you plant it into the ground, they have those things in rugby. I don't know if it's called a goal or what. The size of those things is different. But in women's football, even though women are comparatively shorter than men, they are smaller in stature, the goal sizes don't change, the football size doesn't change, the field size doesn't change. And overall, that makes the whole game much more boring because the empty spaces on the field are much more uh, widely seen. And uh, women also do not have, this is a fact, don't have enough power compared to the top elite men players to strike the ball and make the game. Uh, they are technical. I'm not saying that. They can curve the ball really well and they can be very accurate. But physicality-wise, they are lacking and that is why I think women's football, that's why people don't watch it. But if you reduce the size of the whole field, according to, say, a male goalkeeper, when he jumps, he can reach all sides of the goal. He can reach the top, he can dive to the corners and he covers about 27% of the goal based on statistics at any given point. For a female goalkeeper, that number is reduced to 18% of the goal she's covering at any point. And from the centre, very, very few women keepers can jump and reach the whole uh, right-hand corner or left-hand corner of the goal. Even the top. The top is eight feet tall, like the crossbar. It's eight feet in the air. Physicality-wise, how many women do you know are more are taller than six feet, and how many can jump at eight feet? You know, like touch the crossbar that's eight feet high. So I think because of that, the game is not very interesting because all the strikers have to do is overpower the goalkeeper's natural ability, and they'll be able to score goals, and that's not fun to watch. If the goalkeeper has a fairer chance with a smaller goal, that makes it more fun for the viewers to see. And at the same time, it's, a, it's more fair for the defending players and the goalkeeper as well. So I think if you really uh, match the male game, the male football game physicality-wise, you would see an increase in viewership because that would make female football more competitive. And also more money would be pumped into it because people would want to see it. And, you know, the salary issue will be fixed. So, do you think that, you like, from my perspective, I, I you know, I understand what you're saying. Then, being a woman, don't you think, you basically can't really define what fun is. And if we talk about sports over here, even women can say it's a hype about male playing football. In the end, you guys are doing the same thing. It's just that you guys are doing it in a different way. What if women came in first and then after that male came and you just increased all the size as how you described the differences? So don't you think it's a hype more about how men play and not women? Can't we just look at that from that perspective? I mean, women's football, if you look at it like, you know, strictly from their skill perspective, they're not lacking uh, say from there but progress wise men's football began in like the 19th century you know UCL and everything have been played for like hundreds of years and top teams across Europe have been competing in men's football for hundreds of years the first ever women's champions league was held this year at least like a very very long time after the first men's UCL and this is the first time women's teams are competing across Europe. 
so they don't have that exposure of competition in the first place and say you have uh, all of these years of development in male coaches it's 630 who, who have seen uh, you know growth in the football industry coming and tutoring these players is it makes a big difference is what i'm saying because you know to be very honest uh when you say that if females came first that's not really a valid argument if they had smaller goals then men would play in these smaller goals there's something called uh, futsal which is basically football with uh, smaller goals and a smaller field so over there what happens is men play to and so do women and i think that is much more competitive even if you pit a female team against a male team because over there their physicalities don't matter it's all about these uh, short intricate passes and skills that both men and women are equally equally good at and how hard you strike the ball doesn't matter because you're literally like scoring at the goal when you're 5 feet in front of it so again that is where equality comes in and in that context um i don't know what would have happened if women started playing football first and had smaller dimensions of their field but given the situation as it stands i would definitely say that the dimensions of the field need to be changed for women or you know at least they need to adopt better tactics because if you see on the internet when you uh, look up something in like women's football or you know mess ups in women's football most of it is defensive with the goalkeepers and the defenders again because of the issues i highlighted of how the goal is too big and they physically can't reach the corners of the goal and again all of this is it's purely physical and if we can somehow eliminate these issues the foot, women's football games would be more entertaining to watch and again the salary issue will be fixed the other thing that's been on the debate for quite some time is the difference in the pay for women compared to the men and i do get it it's one of the potential reasons for that you know it's unawareness about its unawareness and how you pointed out the differences and so how can that be reduced and slowly these women could actually be heard and have a better if not the same pay in let's say what in the time period of 5 years yeah nothing's going to happen in the next 5 years uh the issue here is if women really wanted to watch football they would watch their women's football instead of men's but uh, honestly women prefer watching other things you know like netflix shows or i don't know soap operas or something like that they don't like watching sports and that's why the viewership is so low for women's sports i don't see that issue being solved in the next 5 years I have to say this was very well put together and we truly enjoyed getting to know more insights about the sport industry. Thank you for being a part of the podcast. We truly appreciate it and we're looking forward to more in the future. And for now, um this was Tanya and Siddhi for you and you were listening to ISTG with #tasi. Feel free to contact us on our socials they've been mentioned below. Until then, have a good day and keep sporting.